We're going to talk a lot about sports today. If you don't want to hear the sports, we understand. Some people do, some people don't. But if you don't, you want to hear our other topics, fast forward to about minute 13 or 14, and the other topics will start there. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to episode five, you know, PYP, Pick Your Poison. Follow us on all social medias at PYP the Podcast. We're back to talk about the NBA Finals and give you guys a little preview of what we think. The Cavs poured it out in a tight game seven, and so did the Warriors. So, Casey, I want you to start it off and give us the Finals preview. I just have a few interesting stats um, that I was reading. I'm, I'm a little bit of a stat junkie. I like I like the stats. I like the sports math. That was the first time since 1979 that both Eastern Conference and Western Conference went to a Game 7. I thought that was pretty cool. Uh-huh. And that was the first time ever both Game 7 winning teams were the awaits. And obviously, we know how bad the Rockets choked. And I've, and I've seen a lot of people on social media talk about, oh, the officials this, the officials that. Sure, maybe the Warriors went to the line a few more times than the Rockets, but you can't miss 27 times in a row from three and expect to win. So that's kind of where I think that argument falls off. Like maybe the Warriors went to the line more often. Maybe they got more calls in the same physical plays. But when you miss 27 in a row, I don't really think you have an argument. Like everyone's like, well, what if Chris Paul played? And I'm just, I'm like a here and now person. Chris Paul didn't play. So there's no, I mean, I'm not really here for that argument either. I don't know what you think. As far as the Warriors winning in game seven, I didn't, I didn't personally think they would lose, but having Chris Paul would definitely help help the Rockets more and, and giving them more of, of an opportunity to win. Not sure if the outcome would be different, but it'd be it would be a better a much better game. And obviously, it was a it was a pretty good a pretty great series, and it's leading us to to the finals. Hopefully, hopefully the finals is competitive as well. So, so what do you have to say about Game Seven of Cleveland and? Uh, Boston. Lack of experience with Boston. They just played. They played. They played great through the first first six games. But game seven, they they didn't show up, and I believe it was lack of experience. But of course, to give Cleveland their credit, LeBron showed up and the role players stepped up. Game seven. That's all they needed was it to go to game seven, and just believe in the King. After that, what about you, Vin? Well, I'm gonna be honest. I definitely did not think with Kevin Love being out for game seven that the Cavs would win. Game seven on the road, knowing that Boston didn't lose, they didn't lose any home games in the playoffs at all. They were what twelve and 0, 10 and 0, something something like that. Oh, at home? Yes, I think they were nine and zero. Nine and zero. Oh, excuse me, they were nine and zero, and all odds were against them. LeBron James definitely showed up, and yes, you can say the the Celtics didn't have any experience, which is which is definitely true. Besides, I guess Al Horford maybe, and, but I mean Jason Tatum definitely showed us that he's a star. Um, That's my boy. It was just too much LeBron, though, when it came down to it. And Jeff Green definitely had a great game. No, I did not see that one happening. So I'm not going to lie. You know, as the playoffs, you know, were moving, you know, progressing, I did pick the Celtics to win game seven, especially knowing Kevin Love was out. Do, do you think we'll ever learn our lesson in betting against LeBron James in the Eastern Conference playoffs? Because every, every year, every year I sit down and I'm like, LeBron's the greatest. His team's not that good. That could be an upset. A lot of people like in Vegas and Atlantic City betting illegally through bookies. A lot of people bet against Will Brown James all the time. I think and I just don't. I I've yet to learn my lesson because I mean you, you can never doubt the man. Yes, he loses in the finals, but he always gets there. I don't even know how to even talk about it. This it, it just sucks because once he gets when he's been playing the Warriors. The Warriors are just a dominant team. LeBron does. LeBron and and company doesn't have enough firepower to defeat the Warriors, I believe, and they really got lucky 
But Draymond Green got suspended for game five, and Kyrie and LeBron scored basically, for sure. basically 40 points each. So, I mean, we're definitely back for number four. This has never happened in NBA history ever. I mean, I'm me personally, I'm, I'm kind of tired of seeing it. But, I mean, if you can't beat either team. I'm really not tired of seeing it, though, because every <clears> year LeBron will make us believe. Because, sure, I really think the Warriors have what it takes to sweep the Cavs. But LeBron's going to take it to five games. It's going to be, you know, 2-1, 3-2, maybe losing six. But he's going to give us a few moments to make us like, oh, can he do this? So, like, I really don't get sick of watching it, to be honest with you, because the Warriors are so fun to watch. <coughs> LeBron is so fun to watch. And, and I'm not as big of a geek of, of basketball like y'all are. I don't I, I don't know the game as well as you do. But I just like watching the shooting and the team basketball that the Warriors play. It is a beautiful thing to watch. But that's why I'm not sick of it. Are you sick of it, Don? Like, do you wish that the Rockets would have beat the Warriors in Game 7? Or do you wish you'd have seen Celtics, Rockets, Cavs, Rockets, do you wish the outcome were different? I wouldn't say I wish the outcome. I wouldn't say I wish the outcome was different, but it probably would have been a different outcome if the Celtics were completely healthy. They lost Gordon Hayward the first game of the year. They lost Kyrie Irving, and he didn't. He wasn't even able to play in the playoffs. That so that that hurts the Celtics. And CP three didn't play Game Seven, so I, I mean, I want to see whoever whoever's there. Whoever deserves it, I want to see them there. And we know who wanted it more. Cleveland wanted it more in the end. Golden State wanted it more in the end as well. We could go and actually say that it was an asterisk by with both teams winning. I'm not taking anything away from them, but with injuries on both losing teams, you can definitely use that as, as an excuse. But, I mean, you still have to play the game. Absolutely. And, and we're just getting Cavs and Warriors number four. Casey, what's your prediction? I mean, I don't even know that I have a prediction. Like, I think the Warriors are going to win, but like I said, are we ever going to learn our lesson of betting against LeBron? He's at least going to give us a show. <clears throat> I mean, I'll take I'll take the Warriors in five, but what do y'all think LeBron has to do? How many points is LeBron going to have to score to win a game? A game. 30, 35 plus. 50. I'll go <coughs> with you, dog. I think, I think it's like a 45 plus thing because he can do 35 in the sleep and he's our Boston beat him and he scored 35 points and a triple double. So, think, like, what I is he going to have to do against the Warriors? To, to, to win a game. 50 would damn near triple-double, man. Do you think that, he, st- he still may not even beat the Warriors with that, to be honest with you. It's crazy to say, but do you think that's a little too extreme? That's definitely a little too extreme. I think the role players have a little a little experience now. They went, you know, they had a few game sevens, what, a couple of game sevens already. I think they'll be ready to step up to the plate. I think Kevin Love will be back for game one. And, you know, quite honestly, it sounds stupid, but I, I think I have the Cavs in six. Cavs and six. Yep. <laughs> Even at the Warriors, the, 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 the Warriors in Vegas are minus 1,000. Kevin Love has to play, though. He, that, he's not supposed to play till game two. They'll probably lose game two anyway. But, you know, LeBron, I'm not going to say Teron Lue. No disrespect to Teron Lue. But he doesn't even really coach the team. The, exactly. But I, I don't want to disrespect him. No, I feel you. I but feel LeBron you. will make adjustments. And I think they'll, 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 jump on, they'll jump on the, you know, they'll put their foot on the gas early. You know, then the Warriors will make a big run, of course. And I just think LeBron, I, I would say they'll take game two and they'll win by like five, six points. Who's taking game two? The Cavs. Man, no disrespect to the Cavs, but they will be lucky. They will be lucky if they if they get a game. Nah, they're definitely going to win a game. 
it's too much money to be made. They'll definitely win more than one game, actually. If they lose, they'll, they'll definitely win at least two games. I'm willing to take a bet on air that they don't win more than one game. I think I think it's too much of a perfect storm. I think Kyle Corver has to go like six of nine from three. I think which he's capable of. Yeah, exactly. But I'm saying that that's on like a perfect night. That's on like a very very good night where Kyle Corver goes six of nine, and K Love goes for twenty and ten, and LeBron scores thirty five in a triple double. I think, but all it's of the- possible. But it has to be. I think it has to be like that perfect storm for them to be a complete team like Golden State. But do, but did, did we? What, what game was that when? Game six, in what series? For for the Western Conference Finals, Durant, Clay, and Curry outscored the Rockets by themselves. So what makes us think that they're not able? They're not able to outscore outscore Cleveland as well. Well, I mean, Kirk explosive. Curry has a history of not really just playing too good in the finals anyway. Last shot, I thought was pretty well. It he was just, he just got out. He just got outshot by Durant. It was definitely much better than what he's norm what he normally does in the in the NBA Finals. But I mean, Curry's a two time MVP. There's no way he should he should not be putting up MVP numbers. I think he did in the NBA Finals. I I don't know. I mean, I just think LeBron, LeBron is LeBron. I don't think he's scared of the Warriors. He he knows what. Well, it, well LeBron's not scared of anybody. He can beat anybody. By himself, any given night, but can he do it four times in seven games? That's the real question. Well, I mean, like I said, I think I think they'll lose game one, game two. Them, he'll make a lot of adjustments, put his you know his teammates in positions to score, or you know make make great plays. And I I think that I think they'll take game uh, two, and you know game three and four they're at home. So I so back to Cleveland one all. Yes, I think so, but I mean we'll see. Um. So you're picking the cat. I mean the Warriors in five, correct, Casey? Mm-hmm. D, you're picking the Warriors in five as well, right? I'm going to go out and limit and say sweet. I'm saying Cavs in six. Please give us some feedback. We'll probably put a post up. Just FYI, I just checked in on Curry stats last year in the finals, and he averaged twenty-seven nine and nine. That's pretty. That's pretty good. But Durant averaged thirty-five last year in the finals, which is incredible. Okay, I'll take that back. Curry did play. You know, he played his ass off. I think he puts off that illusion just because maybe he's like off to a slow start a lot. He's he he does get off to a slow start in games and and really in the beginning of series. I think that could be me being crazy. Also, I don't I don't I don't have the stats in front of me. That's just that's that's kind of what I remember. I mean, he he's a, he's a great player. I mean, I guess I guess we'll see. I mean, Thursday is literally right around the corner, and I'm honestly excited. Speaking of Thursday, we ended up finding a blind date for myself. Oh yeah. We have found the victim. We found the date. Her name's Hannah. Uh, Vinny doesn't know what she looks like. I don't know what she looks like. Uh, Don's only one to know what she looks like. So, so give, give, give us a little pregame. Uh, no. A little scattering reports. A little scattering reports. Keep, yeah, 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 just a little bit. I think Vinny is going to enjoy himself. That's that's all I have to say about it. We're, we're waiting to Well, tell us how you found her. Through Tim. Shout out to Tim. We shot EP4, and then so afterwards we went to Tim's house and we brought it to his attention. Hey man, uh, we're we're trying to find Benny a, a blind date. And he said, Yeah, he he, he has someone. He texted her. She responded instantly. No problems. So it's going down Thursday. Blind date set up for him. And do you have any like, you know, where are you taking her? We're going to Max's wine dive. 
Do you have anything planned after the Max and Wandov or just dinner and just that's it? Well, I mean, we'll just go off of just depending on the vibes. Yeah, we'll, we'll just go off the vibes and, and if everything is good and then we want to hang out after, then yeah, I mean, we'll just go from there. I think we've already gone over You've never been on a broad day before. Never in my life, but I've always been open to it. Always. It's, I mean, it seems, it seems fun. It, uh, unless you have someone that's, that's BSing you and playing a joke and set you up with someone that they know you're not going to be interested in. I don't think this is the case, though. No, it's definitely not the case. That's awesome. Well, talking about dating and and, and relationships and and finding you a girl or a, a girl finding a guy, I think I think Vinny had someone reach out to him over social media and uh, and ask him some questions on some topics that they wanted us to talk about. A good friend of mine wanted us to give advice on how women should approach men. Now, I know that's not the, you know, most women are just like, oh, if he really wants me, he could approach me. Look, it's 2018. There's nothing wrong with a woman approaching a man. You won't be, you know, you won't be considered thirsty depending on how you approach the man. Shoot your shot, 2018, ladies. D, go ahead and start off and give give the ladies advice on how to approach a man. What would y'all say, honestly? You know, a woman and I would make eye contact. I just, I said that. And you know, she she just walks up and would just, you know, give a compliment or say, "Hey, do you want to go to the bar for a drink?" Or it's just, it's just numerous things, bro. Like it, it's not that hard. I mean, as long as she doesn't come over there and just, you know, start dancing on me and stuff, because I, I don't really think that's cool. I agree with that. But if she but comes over and say, hey, you know, nice, you know, hey, you're, you're, you're handsome and you're attractive. I mean, you might if we go to the bar for a drink or something. I mean, it's just, it's just, I don't know. I think we're going to stick to do this. But we're trying to make it seem like it's we're, okay. We're, we're, we're trying to throw in a little confidence there. Yeah, right? see, I wouldn't know what a woman should say to me. Ladies, if you look across the room and you, and you see a dude isn't looking your way and and you think he's cute, or you think he's handsome, and he's attractive, this or that, he's your type, whatever, you know, just go talk to him. You know, because that's the quickest way you'll find out if the dude is about it, or if the dude's, you know, pardon my language, if he's an asshole, if he doesn't give you the time of day, then he's not worth your time. I think the easiest way to go talk to somebody is walk over there and simply just say what you like about them. Hey, I think you have beautiful eyes. Hey, I like your clothes. You have cool style. And I think at that point it's his job to take the conversation further. And you know what else I'm gonna say after that? Like we're gonna we're gonna talk about that and then we're gonna flip it to guys. Stop being social media clowns. And if you see a woman out and about, just ask for the number. Quit asking for her social media, whatever. If you want the number, you try to pursue that or see where this goes. Who does that anyway? Bro. There's a lot of there's a lot of guys out there that will be like, "Hey, what's your Instagram?" Instead, then, of, instead of asking for the number, you yes. just want to go look at pictures and, and fantasize. No, no, they'll and they'll inbox them, and then they'll slide in the DMs because they don't have enough confidence in that moment to ask for the number. Oh wow, I never, I never knew that was such a thing, you guys. If you see a girl, you chat her up. If you have intentions of taking her out, wanting to hook up, wanting to hang out, whatever your intentions are. Be a man, be confident, ask for her number, and that way she knows what's going on. And then you'll get a clear picture of what's going on. She says, no, nah, I'm not really comfortable giving you my number, or just flat out no. Then you can move on. You don't have to stalk anybody's Instagram. You don't have to slide in the DMs. Bro, just ask for her number. 
we're getting so far from what is a date to just straight internet meeting people. Ask for her number, hang out, be a real human. Yeah, because she would appreciate that more in the long run instead of you looking looking like a stalker. Same thing. Stalker. Totally different. But yeah, I was jumping the gun for sure. But uh, you know, women women think the most and they have the right to do so when someone asks for the Instagram or that Facebook Twitter handle instead of that phone number. Because they don't know what's up. You're just trying to boost your follow rate. You're just trying to you know, what are you really doing? Just ask for a number, like Vinny said. I know it's 2018. Shoot your shot. But please, we can also bring, you know, some old school vibes and tactics back into 2018. Zane, you're single and dating. Yes, sir. Tell me a girl doesn't find an attractive when you actually go on a real date. Women, I, I can't. Me personally, I can't find a woman who would say that's not attractive. But I think it's getting lost. It's definitely getting lost. Because the whole Netflix and chill. More and more, that's like 2015, 2016. Somewhere around there. Netflix and chill has killed the dating game, bro. Definitely did. Be old school. Like Don said, grab a piece of pizza. Go to the park. Talk. And I was actually thinking, Don, I, me and Brian's like third to fifth date. Me and her just went to a, sw- a swing set with a box of pizza. <laughs> bro, that's dope. And, dude, we were just literally at the swing set. I, it was some park, ever city park. We were just on the swings, eating pizza, chatting it up for, like, four hours at, like, 9 o'clock at night. That's dope. You will get to know somebody so much more doing something like that than just sitting by your phone waiting for them to message back. A quick a quick little story. So, on that on that day with Tierra and I, when we, our first day we went to the, the park to have pizza. We were, we were on the swings. Well, she was on the swing, and I was I was literally standing in front of her. Oh, is that why you left? Yes. <laughs> she she was on the swings, and I was literally standing in front of her. And I don't know what what we were having a conversation about, but she literally just stops and asks if she could if if she could kiss me. Just out the clear blue. So what did you what say? Happened? You you can't stop it. You can't I stop said, right there. Did you say anything, or did you just kiss her? I just walked up to her. You know. A little, a little pet respect because, like, I feel like if you say anything in that moment, it has the potential to ruin it. Well, you just got to go do it. She, first of all, I can run y'all through my first date with Tierra if y'all, if y'all don't, if y'all want to hear it. Man. That's it. Some of y'all, mm-hmm. short story. So, I pick her up. She's in, she's in San Marcos hanging out with her friends. I get out, I get out and meet her friends. You know, they're, they're, they're cool people. Shout out to your friends, Tierra. Uh, so we, we get in the car. And she's literally in the in the corner of the car, just just shivering. And I'm I'm looking over every, I say every five seconds, you know, for a split second, just to make sure she's okay. And she she doesn't look to be okay. And so I ask her, "What's wrong?" And she just says, "I'm I'm super nervous and shy right now." And she just asks, "Can we go get? Can we go take a shot?" And I said, "Of course." To me, me and me, I said, "Sure, why not?" So we go. To, we stop at, I want to say Chili's. Chili's Applebee's, and we just took a quick double, a double shot real quick, and that just got her more comfortable. And look at us now, I'm about to have a baby. Sometimes you need a little liquid courage, man. That shit is real. <laughs> that was that was the, that was one of the dopest dates I've ever been on. Awesome, the dopest, the dopest date. Speaking of being nervous on a date, have any of y'all ever been nervous going on a date? Yeah, you know, first date I went on with Brianna, I 
don't think I've ever put so much time into what I look like. I mean, I was losing my mind. I must have changed my outfit like five times. Oh, wow. So you, I, I so you were being a woman at night. I, I mean, I wouldn't say I was being a woman. I was definitely nervous. But I just... There's nothing wrong with that. I, I put my clothes on. And I was like, man, is she going to like this? <laughs> and then I changed. I was like, oh, dang, I look kind of... I look kind of heavy in this one. Man. Spe- speaking of Casey, I, you know, I'm going to go off subject for a little bit, but, you know, we'll go sh- we'll go shopping soon. <laughs> we'll go shopping soon, bro. Uh, that comment came from, so, guys, I have, like, no fashion sense. Um, I don't want to say I'm cheap, but, like, I never buy anything for myself. I spend a lot of money on my woman. You know, I spend a lot of thing, a lot of money, you know, on things around the house or, or just whatever. I just don't spend money on myself. Right. And, uh. Vinny's seen me wear like the same like six outfits since we've been hanging out like these last two months and he's like, Bro, let me help you out. So me and Vinny are gonna go shopping. And I think what we'll do, maybe we'll go shopping and then we'll take some pictures, throw them up on Instagram. Awesome new outfits we pick out. It's cool with me. But uh back to that story, yeah, man, I changed I changed outfits like five times or so. Um started brushing my hair and I was like, Man, that looks stupid. Put a hat on and I was like, Oh, that doesn't match. I brushed my hair again and I was like, Whatever, I'm just gonna go. And then uh, we get in the car, and I just let loose. I was like, I'm so nervous. Turned the radio on, and I just started singing. And I can't sing for anything. I'm a terrible singer, but she started singing along, and I kind of broke the ice for us. Nice. Have you ever been nervous? Uh, I wouldn't. No, I don't, I don't really get nervous on dates. I was nervous when I met Tierra's mom for the first time because when I when I got I, I went to Houston, Tierra lived in Houston at the time. And so she literally went to go get her nails done, go to H-E-B. And then she went to go to Sonic to get a happy hour drink. And so I'm sitting here in her driveway waiting on her to get back. And I said, screw this. I'm going in. I'm, well, I'm not going in. <laughs> I'm going to knock on the door and introduce myself to your mom. And that's exactly what I did. And that was that was probably the only time I've ever been nervous, nervous. That's the best movie you can make. I literally, I literally said. And guys, while he said that, don't ever just pull to somebody's house and honk the horn. That's terrible. Walk up to the front door, knock on the door. Don't text her, say come outside. Have enough respect to go knock on the door and greet her at the door. You do that every time? Or did you do that every time? For probably like the first like four or five days. Right? Okay, nice. That's that's good. That's good. Then after that it's just like bring your ass outside. Because because really women to give you to give y'all, you know, free game, y'all shouldn't really judge a man off his his first date. Because we could go all out on the first day, and we could not be anything to to y'all after that. Like we can literally take y'all to a nice restaurant, first date, have a lot of fun. But by the the sixth date, if it's not if it's not better than the first date, then why are you you know why are you still even entertaining this? Because it it, it just doesn't <laughs> seem right to me. The dates are the dates are supposed to start off simple, and they're supposed to grow. With time, because that's what essentially what we all do. We grow with time. Do you think the first few dates? Are, I mean, I think the first few dates are supposed to be about learning about each other. Exactly. So you go, you go places, and you do things <clears> that you can, you can interact with each other. Literally, just talk, because right. that's what it's all about. Getting to know someone. Or let me stop you right there. Uh, I mean, if you're de- if you're dating if you're dating someone who wants you to go all out on the first date, then that's definitely not the person for well, you. Well, no, I'm not saying I'm not saying that that. The women want us to go all out on the first day. I'm saying men, that's what we tend to do as men. 
I think you were more I'm not saying, speaking on myself, but just I think you were more saying like, ladies, don't let the man like pull the covers over your eyes with like one spectacular day. And, and it's, it's crazy. more than that. It's crazy because I never, I never ever realized that in my life until this this girl named Gabby I was working security with, and she told me that's what she does. And once she told me that, I looked at life differently. I said, Yeah, what? No, we, you cannot go out all, all out on the first day. Especially if it's just only going to be one day. Who wants to spend that type of money and that type of time in in, in that effort? So it just no, nah, it's a no no for me. So that's why I start off with park and some pizza. Park and pizza led up to a baby. <laughs> it took time though. It took time. Uh, if it doesn't take time, then it may not be worth it. Oh yeah, absolutely. It took you know. It took, it took a turn for the for the greater. D. You said so, you said you met Tierra's mom. Like what D? No. <laughs> so, so true. So D, you said you met Tierra's mom. You were pretty nervous about that. Correct. Personally, what time frame would you give a woman to actually meet your parents? And like and introduce like, look, this is my girlfriend, Brianna, look, this is my girlfriend Tierra, such and such. Well, I can't really speak upon that with Tierra and I because we were we were long distance and so when I go down there it's only right if I can meet her mom because I'm not there every day so I can just meet her mom at any time. So literally the first time I went down there and visited her, which it, it took quite a while for that to happen. But it was literally the first time I went to Houston, which was Tierra and I were talking for or say at least five or six months before I went to Houston. <laughs> I think it might be kind of a long time, but I think it also depends on your family dynamic. Right. Um, like, like me, we've talked about on a very base level that I don't really come from a close family. Right. Um, and polar opposite, Brianna's best friend is her mom. And mm-hmm. she's super close to her mom, sex her mom all the time. Right. Um, I wish I had that relationship with her mom, I just don't. Um, but I met Brianna's mom and dad think before our first date like I just had it was our first date I picked her up I went to the door knocked on the door and her dad opened the door I shook his hand oh that's cool that's that's grown mess that's right there man oh uh, I didn't I did not I was shocked to tell you that I did not expect that man to open the door so who did you expect you, you expected her to live in that so it was well she house? knew yeah it was a house but she knew I was coming and I knew she lived with her parents so I I expected to meet her parents I just didn't expect her dad to open the door. That's old school. The, the dad, well, the dad is supposed to open the door while the lady, the lady. I'm, I'm sure Brianna was quote unquote rewind still getting ready. But rewind about how nervous I was. Well, yeah, we all should be nervous. You know, but changing my clothes, yeah, doing my hair, yeah. all that stuff. My mind wasn't working right. So he opened the door, and I was like, "Oh, hey, you know, I'm Casey." He's nice to meet you, Casey. Exactly, Brianna home. Yeah, come on in and meet Becky. And I'm like, oh, hi, Becky. Nice to meet you. So, so, so I met Brianna's parents like on our first date. There's nothing wrong with that. No, I don't think there's anything wrong at all. And, and and there's some, I look at Brianna's dad as kind of a father figure now, um, you know, six years in. But like, I don't think nice. Brianna, I don't think Brianna met my mom until like, like eight, nine months. My mom lives across town. So I think it just have, has to do with your family dynamic. Right, right, right. Sure, because you don't want to bring, you don't want to bring your, your significant other into a dynamic that's not a good environment. It's just unhealthy. Yeah, for sure. You know, my family dynamic's unhealthy. It's unstable. It's 
it's not really fun to be around. So I kind of did a lot of like uh, preparing Brianna for meeting my mom. Right. Um, Which is a great thing of you. Yeah, it was, you know, my mom honestly has led to the end of some relationships in the past that some people just couldn't deal with my family. Uh Which is fine. It's not for everybody, but I found the one that can. But throwing it back to you, Vinny. Pause. Well, you don't ever throw it back, bro? Super pause. Definitely do not. But I'm listening. (laughs) You meet meet a girl. She changes your uh, perspective on wanting to be single. You're like, dang, I really need to lock it down for this girl. How long would you date her before introducing her to your mom? Because I know you're really close to your mom. Definitely. And uh, you told me the other day, like, you celebrate Father's Day and Mother's Day with your mom. We do. So being that close to your mom, how long would it take you to introduce, like, the one to your mom? Um, it, it, it depends because I'm not even sure when you actually realize that that woman is the one. So it just kind of goes off of that because maybe sometimes when you're when you're dating someone, you could be like in two months, like damn, she may really just be the one. You know, it's still too early just to really tell. <coughs> it's too early just to tell sometimes. But I mean, there have been instances where I've had a woman meet my mom first second date. Met my mom, you know, six, seven months in the relationship. So it really just depends on the vibe. Nothing too special. I mean, I'm, I'm not opposed to either. It just depends on how we're vibing. So with that being said, everything, everything you just said. What do you, what do you guys think about love at first sight? I, I don't really, I don't know that I've ever experienced it. Um, I think it may be real for some people. Um, but like for me, I knew that I had, I knew I just really, like I had to take Brianna out on my date. Right. But I don't, I don't think I was in love with her in that moment. I just like, I knew there was something special about her and I want to learn more about her. So I haven't experienced it, but so I don't, I don't really know what to say on that. I mean, I haven't experienced it myself, but I just thought I'd bring that bring that up for a topic because I think love and like real love actually takes time. You know, it takes time to develop and take because love like love and trust are one and the same. You gotta build that. But I mean someone that thinks the complete opposite would, would disagree. Oh I, I I I totally agree with you. I I think that, that may be out there for some people. I just don't think it's possible for me. Same same here. I've never I've never gone through that as well. I just I've been on a few dates and the first dates, I was really, you know, feeling the girl's vibe. But as far as love, I would, I would never call it love at, at first sight. I mean, I really don't think y'all should be taking love at first sight so literally, because it's really just like a figure of speech where it's just like you're looking at, you're, you know, you just you're feeling this person out, or you, or you just met this person, and you're just like, damn, this person, I think they're the one. I don't really think it's necessarily like, oh, I'm in love with this person at sight. Same time. But I I mean you hear people talk and they're like, Oh, from the moment I saw her or or she's like from the moment I met him I knew and I just didn't have that. So I don't really know and I just I don't disagree with it or agree with it. I'm just saying that wasn't my situation. Well to answer your question, I I kinda keep it G, you know, player and I I've 
had that feeling either. But to be honest. Just thought I'd ask that question. Because we're kind of close to that topic. Summer is right around the corner, guys. And ladies, we want you to have as much as fun as possible. But please wear sunscreen, drink a lot of water, and try not to be in the sun as much as possible. Texas is very humid and it gets extremely hot. We're looking at 105 degree weather on Saturday and Sunday this week, and it's not even summer yet, so you can only imagine what the summer would be like. Yeah, stay stay out of the heat as much as possible. Be careful with the summer plans, whatever you plan on doing. Uh, this summer in Texas, it's, it's, it's about to be extremely crazy, hot. Attitudes are going to start flying. Hell, I'm already sweating right now thinking about this week. This weekend's weather, but we're supposed to we're supposed to be going to Slitter Bomb with with a few friends, so that that'd be that'd be pretty pretty cool. What about you, Casey? What you got going this weekend, man? Man, everyone knows I got those life changing moments. I'm headed down to the coast, and, and and we'll talk about that when I get back. But I will say, 100 degrees in Texas is different than 100 degrees in California. I mean, there's 100 degrees in New York and 100 degrees in Chicago. Guys, it's a different type of heat. If you're traveling here, if you want to travel here, I mean, just be ready to find some air conditioning. Place, play hard, but play smart. That's all we got for episode five, right, fellas? Yeah, hydration is important. Thank you all for listening in. We truly appreciate the support and keep giving us feedback every episode because we're we're here for you guys. And remember, follow us at PYP the podcast on all social media platforms. Uh, Follow us PYP the podcast. Pick your poison on iTunes and Google Play. If you got a few seconds, give us a rate, leave us a review, subscribe if you enjoy it too. And we'd love to hear the feedback. And if you have any questions, DM us at PYP the podcast on Instagram. We'll answer those questions on our on our next episode.